This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic also loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was haircuts. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is now episode number 187. We made it, Bill. We made it here. We made it, we made it this far. Yep. Adam, it is a bright and early morning here in California. Oh, baby boy. It's about 8.30 a.m. <laughs> yeah, which is like a reasonable early. Right. But with a baby, mm. I'm speaking from personal experience, mm-hmm. time is mushy. Right. Consciousness is mushy. Right. Early, my he was up all throughout the night, so this is both midday and somehow midnight right, for me. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you've had, a, a, you've had a rough night's sleep. A bit of a rough night's sleep last night. Yeah, right. this is like, you know, not to speak in utter cliches, but this is like, you know, one of the things that – one of the main things that comes to the territory of right. a baby around. Right, <laughs> One of the mains. This a, is night one nurse, of the main. a night nurse is a third human being that is awake during the night? Wakes up with the baby. That that is awake throughout the night, and right. then when that baby wakes up, night nurse handles, feeds, nurses, puts back to bed. What's a California night nurse going to run you? Ooh, I don't know. Uh, the only people that – I mean, not cheap. Yeah. The only people that I know that have had a night nurse are rich. Mm-hmm. This is like – it's not like a it's not like a right. casual thing that right. like you just like – you bake into your budget of right. like uh, living a normal life. Because like agents and managers take 10 percent of what you earn. That's but, right. But there are publicists that yes. you just pay. That's right. You just pay Flat them like, like $4,000 a month to make me slightly more famous. Exactly. Get me in the magazines. Exactly. And that feels like – Luxury. Yeah, exactly. Like that, feels, that feels like a luxury not that a not every actor can afford to – pay for no and night nurses kind of feel like the equivalent for uh parents i would say that is an apt and and right. a flawless analogy got a couple it extra is... thousand dollars that might take the edge off of something in your life if you found a bag of gold bullion if i found a bag of gold right. underneath the highway i right. might spend it on a night did nurse. you ever even like uh, interview or consider it because i'm curious what night nurses like uh if there's a look or a feel if there's an age range that they certainly come with i wonder i wonder i wonder if it's like the fits the same sort of demo as like a doula if mm. it's like the doula demo right it's like the doula is the day night nurse basically oh no the well, doula no, the is du- the spirit oh, right yeah the doula is like the birth helper that's right. like more like we've talked about the, helps the, doula. the birth process yeah correct. Um, I mean, then there's like postpartum doulas who like come uh, and like sort of check in with you and help you transition from sort of like being pregnant and then having the kid into actually right. when he or she is alive. Right. And then sort of those first few weeks and months. Yep. But it's like for the most part, our sleep has been pretty good. And like those first few weeks, like the weeks, weeks, weeks are are gone. They're they're gone. They're right. great. That's a gray haze. You don't know. I don't. I truly don't remember. Even you almost don't even remember what it was like or what happens. Of course, almost like biologically, like intentionally. So, like your brain like forgets right. <laughs> what this is like. So you would be crazy enough to. It do goes it into sleep mode, <laughs> and it's just like you can just focus on the kid right now. Yeah, right. As much as you can, like exactly. It's like you have such limited po- mental capacity and powers of focus, and like mm-hmm. you can only dedicate it to the keeping this thing alive. Right. But then it gets better, and like again, our son is five months old, so like it got fine and better but like there's all these little sleep regressions and right. cognitive leaps that he goes through which right. like affects sleep 
And it's crazy. And last night, every three hours, it was kind of a wake up call. Oh yeah, I mean, like yeah. And you don't, you don't, you can't acclimate to that because you are faking it well in the studio. Like I'm, it's eight thirty, and I'm just tired. (laughs) You're tired, and I don't have said child, and no one's waking me up. So you've acclimated to it well. Yeah, you just you learn to fake it. You just act. I mean, like you. It's. I wonder if it's even faking it. I mean, like, uh, you just adapt. To human beings are amazing. You right. just adapt. Like, yeah, right. You can. I mean, I feel like you. You. The, it, it, for as long as I've known you, I feel like you operate also really well on no sleep. I mean, I figure. I mean, like in my experience of hanging out with you for years and years and years, mm. no matter almost no matter what time you go to sleep, you wake up at seven. Yeah. <laughs> or like you wake up at like. Yeah. Sun, you wake up with the. You're like a wake up with the sun kind of sure. fella. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I've been out with you till 1.30 in the morning, and you're, like, up at – and you're texting me at 7. Sure. And I'm, like, how does he do that? Well, so, like, you just – I don't know. Like, so – I don't know. You just adapt. I, feel I believe like- when we had Lucas Kavner on all those years ago, and he was talking about new parenthood. Yeah. And I think that we, we touched on this, and it's just, like, you just sort of, like, your brain and your body – just sort of it's like playing through injury you right. just like you just like make other concessions you right. figure it out one of those concessions lucas uh and his wife and his child have have moved to new orleans for about half That's a right, year they have. and he was saying how nervous he was about taking his uh son on a flight to new orleans yes and how that was the first one and how it was going to be yes. taxing and stressful yes you did the same thing yeah yeah we we, we flew back to new york for a wedding Last week and, and? spent some time with my family, and we were nervous as hell to take him on a plane. And like we, we were ner- not even know, nervous is, is the right, just like dr- not first. even dreading it. It's the first, ju- yeah. And like, how's this gonna go? Like, you know, like airports are crazy, and like airplanes are unpredictable. And the default and, like, setting of people talking about babies on a plane yes. is like stressful. Why are you screaming? Why did you bring that baby on the plane? Exactly. Maggie made a very funny observation. It's like in all. We've had this – we have this sweet, cute little baby. Everywhere we go, it's just like draws natural attention. We and go out to the coffee shop. We go out to a restaurant. And I like, imagine it's natural positive attention. Exactly. Right. And people are just like, oh, oh, God. Oh, how old. Oh, so sweet. Oh, God. Oh, God. Certain All settings. The, exactly. Certain settings. Now, the airport is nope. the literal exact opposite. Nope. It's the one place where a baby is wholly unwelcome. Correct. Wholly Correct. <laughs> unwelcome. Correct. And like they look at you. They look at you. They like looked out at your chest of the baby. They look back up to you. I was almost like, how dare you? Right. Right. <laughs> it's like – how dare you do this to yourself and us? What is it called when, um, like, TSA agents look at you and then they have certain set of, like, stereotypes? Like profiling? Racial profiling? Yes, yes. That is baby profiling. Yeah, exactly. They see a baby and they're like, I expect the worst. I think that you are one of the bad ones. And that's fair. Right. And to be totally honest with you, if I were them, I might do the same thing. Why not? I, exactly. It's right. like <laughs> a baby is going to baby and that means crying. That right. means discomfort. That and means... traveling is a very selfish thing. Oh. It's like, I need to get to where I'm going. It's, it's hard to think in the collective. Exactly. Turn the plane around. Someone's not feeling good. You're not going to hear that on the Hard plane. Hard to be selfless and generous. Right. It is like a, we're all just trying to get grit our teeth and get through it. Right. Let us get through it. How old is Fig now? Five Almost five months. Holy cow. Yeah. Almost At what age does a baby get its first haircut? Is Ooh. that totally on the head of? Is that on the head of said child? It, it is on the what? It the head depends. of said – does it depend on the head I of said child? I think it depends on the head of said child. When we were home, we uh, hung out with my friend Stephanie, who you know, who has yeah. two beautiful boys. Yes. And her oldest uh, is – I want to say – she'll kill me for not knowing this. Maybe three or four has yet to have a haircut. Nice. So I think it is dependent on – I think it's the head like of said child and the desires of said parent. I think that's right. Okay. I think up to a certain age, it is exclusively the desires of said parent. I think like it's just right. funny you imagine a baby has hair, right. it grows, it doesn't know it that hair is cut. Right. Right. <laughs> my arms are growing, and so is my hair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So be it. It doesn't know that. Right. At Fig's infancy stage, right now, hair is like still. He's almost like 
you know, babies come out with hair. Some, some, some they did. Yeah. And then they, lo- they shed they lose that it. first hair. Right. It's like the snake, like, shedding its first skin. It's kind of wild. It's kind of wild, man. Yeah, that's starter up and hair. there's, like, little hair on his pillow. Like, he's, it's going away. Right. So and what is that hair doing? What's what that he, first round of hair? Is that is that internal body hair? Is that hair for inside the womb? That's a great question. Is that I, womb hair? I think. I, I and think if it, so, what is it doing in there? I think it literally is womb hair. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think it, yes. I mean, yes, it is womb hair. But but, but what is it doing? What what function is it serving? Well, what function does hair serve? It, I, I ask it out loud. It keeps sweat out of your sweat eyes. Out, it keeps you warm from the cold. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it does have like an evolutionary biological function. But you're probably. in an underwater pool. So, you're what is a, a hair do? What is hair doing in an underwater pool that is the womb? Baby keeps the birth fluid out of your eyes. Maybe okay. Keeps the keeps the wet out of your eyes. I don't know about keeps that. You, and not all babies come out with hair. Some are bald as me. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. So, got like, it. I don't think it's like. So, I, I just wonder about that. Okay. I, 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 I don't know exactly. We'll put it on the board. Of no joke questions. Throw it on the board of things we don't know. <laughs> thing we Here's don't. a question we should answer. We don't answer it. Why do fetuses have hair? Um, well, the reason I bring it up is because, Adam, today on today's episode number yes. 187, we are going yeah. to be discussing haircuts. Why yes. are we going to be discussing haircuts, Adam? We tossed it out, as we are wont to do, to the sort of uh, no joke Twitter audience. Yeah. Uh, and this answer has come back a couple of times, I feel like. Yeah. It's been a repeat. So suggestion. the question is. Is, do we think that it's the same person writing haircuts every time we say, what should we talk about on today's episode? Or do we think that this is actually a sl- sneaky popular topic? Well, I think that I would set the odds at about 50-50 because uh, we've had some repeat. We yeah. have some dedicated listeners. We have a handful of, of listeners that like really participate we're so grateful for. Of course. And that chime in and offer suggestions. Yes. Also, we are – if we have built any reputation here at the No, at the no Joke Empire, mm-hmm. it is that we discuss the mundane. Yeah. And there is – there are a few things more mundane than – because a haircut, it's it happens. You get it regularly, but it's also kind of it's fairly insignificant. Yeah, the effects of it disappear immediately. It's like driving a new car off the lot. It's totally, like you get a haircut, and well it's said. like immediately well said. stops being a haircut. Yep, well said. <laughs> yep. So what like, you bought is already changing and like no longer holds the same value. That's exactly right. Correct. So it's just like it is sort of in our wheelhouse to yeah. discuss something this pedestrian I'm with yet you. meaningless. I'm totally with you. <laughs> Here's something I, I've been thinking about. Yeah, we've really. Ve- off of the past, present, and future rule. Yep. Like we might check in with that rule of the show every ten episodes. Yes. Let's say yes. maybe we'll just be like almost like <laughs> feeling guilty. It's like let's try and figure out something that we actually have a past, present, and future in. True. I'm wondering if the dis- the description of the podcast, yeah, sh- or the marketing of the podcast, yeah. could be a little bit changed. Yeah, Bear- I'm open. You're open. I'm way open. What if it was something more like Billy and Adam discuss the most mundane topics uh, that come to mind and try and make them interesting to the listeners? Oh, that's something along those lines. But leaning into the fact that we've kind of become a fruit printer noun (laughs) podcast. Yeah, exactly. To take on the challenge of the most mundane thing available and to see what we can – Lean into that. See if we can make it enter – Exactly. Wheat toast. Exactly. We would just go after, actively seek out the boringest possible topics. The mundane. How are they going to do it this time? Right. If now, I allow, how are they going to do it? Like, I wanted to actually test this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. How are they going to do it? I, I wanted to test this with somebody who I was talking to actually at the HeadGum party who had mm. never listened to No Joke before. Yes. And I wanted to see if me saying – me and uh, my comedy partner take mundane topics and we try and make them interesting. Yes. What kind of reaction that would get. Yes. But I realized that if I were to do that yes. to them yes. and they said, what's the last episode about? I would have said Serena Williams. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is not mundane. Yeah, exactly. So we do run the risk. Yes. But I don't know. Just, yes. Just tossing that out as possible remarketing of the No Joke podcast to lean into the fact that we're so good at the mundane. I think it's savvy. I think that's keen. Again, right. I don't think our, our our vast previous library, I don't think, obviously, like you said, Serena right. is a perfect example. Nothing, not everything sort of would fit into that mundane category. We right. talked about some exceptional things. Right. However, where we thrive. And, and where we've been going. Where, I think it's not even where we thrive. I think it's where we've been going. Like to study our body of work <laughs> for the last hundred episodes Feet or so. Printers. It ain't topical. <laughs> It ain't topical. That's maybe that's the tagline. It ain't topical. <laughs> the No Joke Podcast. It ain't topical. With that inflection, right? I'll tell you if you could, uh, how you, you could, could somehow, right? Can it curl like can the word topical curl up at the right. end? Right. Like, oh. It ain't topical. All right. All right. Well, our, we're going to do our best to try and take the mundane topic of he, uh, haircuts, haircuts on cutting hair. We'll have to start in the second act because it is now the act break. Adam, we haven't done an ad in so long. Do you remember? What the buffer sound is between an act and an ad. I know that that was – it was a topic of much debate. Correct. It was a bell, like Correct. one clean ding yes. for a while. Then we got complaints from the listeners saying that it was too shrieking. Too shrieking. It got, too sharp. It got them in the inner lobe. <laughs> It hit them in the inner lobe in ways that were not pleasant to the podcast experience. Fair, because this is we do this for you. Yes. So this is not what we – No. As obvious as it may seem, we do not do this for us. We right. do this for you. Yes. Uh, and then you change it to it was a silly sound. Yes. It was an audience suggestion. Might have been. Might I don't have remember been. if it was their suggestion. I know what it is. Oh, it was the – from the Macarena. I. We would like to thank – this week's sponsor, Quip. Thank you, Quip. We've talked about Quip before. We're yes. going to remind you what exactly Quip does and why we love it. Yes. I'll start. I'm a Quip user. I'm a Quip head. Yeah, big Quip head. Some people are calling them Quip heads. Yep. Some people are just me. <laughs> Regardless, I've got a Quip in my bathroom, and I use it uh, during the morning, during the afternoon, and during the night. Thrice. You thrice Quip. I thrice Quip. Lovely. Why do I thrice Quip? Because oh. Quip is a powerful Great, very useful, very handy, very trendy, dare I say, Yeah, electronic toothbrush. It is trendy. It's sleek. It's sleek. It's got like Apple, like Steve Jobsy design. It's got a cool, yes. minimal, sleek yes. design, yes. Um, and I love it. I've been using it for a couple months now. Yes. Quip was created by dentists and product designers to focus on what actually makes, uh, what actually matters for my oral health. Healthier habits. Yep. It has a pulsating brush. Adam, why don't you tell them a little bit more about why Quip is great? Would be happy to, you Quiphead. <laughs> Quip sensitive vibrations with a built-in timer guide gentle brushing for the dentist recommended two minutes with 30-second pulses ensuring an even clean. Do you mm. adhere to the pulses, Bill? I adhere to the pulses, Adam. Very good. Quip automatically delivers brush heads to you. That's key. Every three months for a clean new bristles right on schedule. Got to keep them in rotation. That's right. Uh, the sleek, intuitive design that we had talked about is simple to use and comes the little travel cap that doubles as a mirror mount. Love a dual functionality. Goes on top to cap the bristles, goes on bottom to stick it in. That's right. These thoughtful features make brushing something you actually want to do twice every day. Enjoy brushing your teeth. And good habits matter to live a healthier life. So help form fresh oral habits with Quip. I also want to say that the new brush, uh, the kids brush, they're offering a kids brush option, which is great. And it's the same as the original version. It's just uh, tweaked for smaller mouths. Oh, there you go. Now, kids are inspired to brush better and more often with oral care that looks and feels like the products the adults in their life use. Mm. And they're proud to use Quip. Mm. Help them develop a grown-up routine without childish gimmicks. I like that. Yeah. Because it's, uh, I find that when I use it, it's, there's something nice and fun about doing it. Yeah. Actually having a vibration in your mouth. Yes. So why not? Why not? Here's the call to action, kids. 
Quip starts at $25, and you'll get your first refill free at Whoa. getquip.com slash nojoke. Once again, if you go to getquip.com slash nojoke, no spaces between nojoke, you'll find out that there's a simpler way to support uh, our show and start brushing better. Yep. So once again, getquip.com slash nojoke to get your first free refill. Once again, one last time, get QUIP dot com slash no joke go get it quip heads welcome back to the no joke podcast today we are talking about haircuts um that was an ad for quip before that you heard the sound from the macarena that's right yeah um adam yes haircuts we've got this suggestion a couple times on the podcast yeah. uh, on twitter before yeah as a reminder no joke pod uh on twitter at yes. no joke pod yes uh we also asked for 600 listeners and we got six. got it baby so thank you so for that push us over the edge Let's get while we're while we're shamelessly asking for things itunes rate review subscribe five stars comments please do it right yeah um okay great so i we they mentioned it a couple times yeah they said we want haircuts or one person said yes. i want haircuts yes and i've written back and i hope i'm not surprising you adam is bald Bald. Adam is bald. This shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. I'm sure we've talked about this before. Right. In fact, isn't wasn't I think bald maybe would have been. A we've category. done that. Okay. <laughs> we've done that. <laughs> we've covered that for 45 minutes as well. Being bald. The absence the of hair. That's right. Um, but you weren't always bald, Adam. True. Did you have kids growing up? Kids growing up, and myself included, yes. had a I don't know, like a relationship with their barber. Absolutely. And like sometimes kids were scared of scissors or like oh, the buzzer. Yes. Or getting the water sprayed in their hair. What yes. was your like first couple rounds of going to the barber? What was that like? Do you remember the name of it? Absolutely. Uh, I went to I was grandfathered into my grandmother's barber. That's how it kind of <laughs> grandfathered into my grandmother's barber. Yeah, grandmother. Nana. Your your nana had a barber. But, well, a well, he was a uh, his name was Louie. And he worked at a place in downtown Albany called The Cuttery. Nice. And this – it was like a salon. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like a hair okay, salon. It. So do barbers work at salons or are you like a hair technician? I think it's – you're like a stylist. Yeah, stylist. I think you're a, sty- stylist. a stylist. Barbers work in barber shops. I think that's right. Copy. I went to a sty- – as I, as hilarious as that is. There's a distinction. I went – I definitely went to a stylist. Right. Louis was a short, uh, compact, sort of poor man Stanley Tucci Deeply bald himself, which I find to be something of a trend. That's a thing. <laughs> Barbers don't cut their hair. Yeah. Sometimes they want it out. Yeah. They want it all gone or a simple haircut. Yes. Okay. But he was like bald, like Lex Luthor, but like, yeah. like thick bald, like yeah. he had lost his hair. Right. Which I found like like fit stylists are often just like pure bald, yeah. which I find ironic. Right. Like a floor buffer on the head. <laughs> exactly. Like reflection of yes, light exactly. off your head. Like a light bulb. Yeah. Right. Um, so my Nana went to him. My mother went to him. Mm-hmm. And then when it was time for me to get my first haircut, I was just sort of, like I said, grandfather sure. him. It's not a question. Not a question. When Adam is of Louis. Louis's age, you go to Louis. we bring him to Louis, to the cuttery. <laughs> Exactly. But he is of Louis's age. I have a question. I don't want to zoom past that sort of bald head yeah. for a second. Yeah. What makes certain heads shiny? You have a matte bald head. Matte. It's matte. The, the light is not reflecting too heavy off your head. You know, it does shine. It does shine with sweat and we, in the right light and with mm. – the, the, it, it can shine, but it in general, it's de- uh-huh. <laughs> it is matte. Uh-huh. It, it is you matte. Have a matte. You have a matte skull. Because some people in the skull. light, it's like super reflective. Yes. Do they put a like a rubber or like some sort of – There's um, probably like an oil or yeah. like – Because some people want the shine. Yeah. Some people want the top of their head to shine like the top of the Empire State Building. Like a cube. Right. That's part of it because it's like, sing. It's like draws attention to it. I wonder. Is that the philosophy there? Listen, you're the bald expert. (laughs) (laughs) You've never seen a head, a head, a topical cream where it's like, get the most out of the top of your skull. (laughs) (laughs) 
like a window cleaner. Yeah, like a window. Like a window. Yeah, sk- exactly. Skin. It's like we we've all had like a month without washing our windows, where it's like, I, of course, I can still see through it. The window looks fine. Yeah. Then you give it one or two spritzes, and you're like, oh, this is Apex window. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Is, you've never seen a head spritz that gives you apex skull. In fairness, I haven't been looking. Okay. Uh, I'm right. sure – but, but but like there – I feel like there is hair product for yep. all types of hair and head. Yep. Uh, so it wouldn't surprise me if like, yeah, like some of that is probably intentional, like a nice sheen, sure. a nice lotion, a sure. nice spray. I'm with you. Some sort of cream that yeah. you slather on your cue Like ball. when I get my hair cut, yes. they always ask me at the end like, do you want some sort product. of product? Yeah. Product. There's got to be bald product, right? Definitely, right? Shine. Of course. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes. So, yes. Got it. I think so. Um, How old was Louis? Louis? I want to guess 90? Was, no, I, uh, Louis, or was he young? Louis, no, Louis was like, if I, I, if I when I'm eight, he's 40. Oh, okay. So, he was also cutting your grandma's hair, though. Yes. And wow. my mother. So I wonder how old. Wow, really? Yes. Tri-generational. That is really. Tri-generational. And so when you guys go boom, 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 grandma first, then mom, then you, all same day, would oh, you try and line that up your hair? A trifecta? Yeah, would you line up your hair and say, we are now in the sweet spot where we all need Louis? <laughs> As opposed to saying, why waste gas and go to Louis three different times in a week? Let's all grow our hair out. Sit next to each other in the Nana, row of chairs. Mom, we agree. This is such a cool thing. <laughs> I don't. There probably was yeah. a, a time or two where we completed the triple crown. Wow! I would say like probably, did Jake go to Louis too? Of course. Yes. <laughs> was there other barbers? Could you could you even think of another barber? My in dad town? went to Supercuts. Wow! My dad just like Why got didn't a your dad go to Louis. My dad. Wow! There was for no personal reason other than like my dad doesn't. Um, my dad is a, a very no like doesn't want any pomp or circumstance around. What bring, around what makes Louis in the cuttery pomp and circumstance? It was like a salon. It was like a. Mm. It wasn't like an. E- Would they wash you? Of course. Okay. Of course. That's a big thing. Exactly. I didn't grow up with people washing your hair, and that's intimate. It is intimate, and it's like a. It's like you know. It's like. Oh And it's like beautiful people are around, and like Louis is like stylish. And what made your mom? Because this is what kind of that generation of parent like i i don't i'll have to ask her about this and she will undoubtedly respond to this podcast uh-huh. but i think it might nana might have been our way in damn i think it might have been Maybe. beyond my mom nana was just balling but she was like we're gonna been. go to the hot spot i think it was my not nana not that bad. was the way in yeah got it your your childhood haircutting experience was was it, what it exactly. was called pioneer oh. and it was uh it was pretty cool it was a pretty basic uh barbershop it had a train that wrapped around hey the, now the top hey now so you could just watch a train wrap around the ceiling um, As you're getting your hair snipped, that's pretty nice. We had our uh, everyone. I, so I started getting my haircut there probably around six, seven, eight. Yes, and everyone my age went to and developed a crush on a barber named Susie. Hilarious. She was probably twenty at the time. Perfect crush. But it Perfect. was like you could wait at Pioneer all day. <laughs> yeah. Like I know I'm waiting for Susie. Susie was a common sentence. Hilarious. And that's a, that's a tough thing to say to the other four barbers <laughs> who are like, I have scissors too. Two, I'm capable and. Plenty of free time. Right. But you're not Susie. No. We like Susie. Susie. We're crushing on Susie. I came here for the train and for Susie. That's right. (laughs) The haircut is third. Is the third priority. (laughs) That's right. And then one day Susie left. Oh, no. And now we're like 12 and we're like, where did Susie go? (laughs) Like, we're all just sitting there. They're like, we can still cut your hair. We're like, we're waiting for for Susie. Susie. She'll be back soon. Susie wouldn't leave us. We're nine. (laughs) 
<laughs> then Susie opens up underground hair cutters. Holy shit. In Rockville Center. Oh, my God. Her own establishment. Oh, my God. Line out the freaking door really? like it's UCB in 2004. Wow. How did you come to fa- – do you remember the moment you found out that Susie had her own spot? Or yes. like, does that? Yes, I do. <laughs> so this was big news in my small town. <laughs> Um, suddenly, uh, some, like, we are, we didn't have strip malls in our town, per se, but there was, like, a bunch of, like, little, like, three stores in a row chunks yes. all around town. Yes. And one of the stores went up for sale or whatever, just, like, cleared out. Yeah. And another store came in, and they put a red phone booth outside of their store. Cool. Like, a bright red, like, this is an interesting choice. Cool. Then they hung up a sign that said, uh, underground over it. Kind of like a London Underground. Exactly. Got a it. London Underground subway cool. vibe. Cool. And everyone's like this is undoubtedly the coolest two things that's ever happened to our town before and then the third thing that opens up in that building Susie. damn Susie. damn bring in an international vibe cool. to little rockville Center. no wonder you had a crush on her she seems rad as hell she was the coolest seems rad as hell the coolest very and we cool. all and we all grew up with Susie. amazing yeah. what kind of what sort of hair did she have if she you had she had long straight hair oh, oh okay a beautiful face she was just like you see women like her and you're like Everyone's going to fall in love yes. with you. Especially course. when you're nine and she's 20-something. She's very cool. Yes. She like knew one of the Beastie Boys. Cool. She knew Pat Corvetti. She was like checking off all the boxes of like, yes. in our town, these are the things that we like. Yes. And you're doing them all. Yes. Right. That's pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, it did, though, change the experience of going to barbers because like you'd think it was about the haircut. But most times it was like, I'd like 15 minutes to flirt with Susie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So once Susie opened her shop, you left the Pioneer. And oh, there was a mass exodus tough, from Pioneer. Poor tough. Pioneer. Dude. Poor but they Pioneer. All, but no one was surprised. <laughs> I mean, definitely poor Pioneer. Like, they they got a cash cow. Yeah. They, like, they created a monster. Yes. Um, but... <laughs> I mean, it was no surprise. Everyone knew why the young boys were there. We yes. were there to get our haircut uh, like from train. Susie. Yes. <laughs> now, what would you say when you went in there? Would you like – was it like – because like you're young. You don't mm-hmm. know what to – it's just like was – were you even aware of like a fade at that point? You it's were a like, good question. Cut and I, I just was at a barber in Silver Lake recently. Yeah. One of these hip barber shops. I don't know yeah. if I brought it up on the podcast, but the kid had to be like four. Like like still on a booster seat. Oh, oh yeah. Four years old. Yes. And not the haircutter. Yes. The person yes, the yes, haircut. Yeah. And a cool silver like barber asked this four-year-old whose parent was sitting off to the side on their phone, so what kind of vibe are we Stop going it. for today? No. Vibe. Stop it. Vibe. Would not the, didn't ask the parent? Four-year-old. Shut the fuck up. Four. Shut up. He goes, so – and I was looking at him. I was like, he's already talking to him like an adult. Shut goes, up. What kind of vibe are we going for today? Did he respond? Silence. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm four. Short um, scissors. Right, right. Cool. What? Kind of what, like skateboard what? chic? <laughs> what are you talking kind about? Kind of like the thing that I could wear out but also – I want to be like a hot toddler. Right. Like uh, the hottest toddler. Yeah, yeah. So what would I say? I don't even know. A yeah. scissor cut? I would probably ask for a scissor cut. <laughs> a scissor cut. Cut. You use scissors, right? Don't cut. just bite it off. Right. Scissor. I probably graduated to the word trim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At some yeah. point, trim. Yeah. And then after the trim phase, I probably started saying, I want you to shave things into my head. Oh. Did you ever get into that phase of shave me? I had a few. I mean, the sh- once I realized that shaving was an option, I was like an autonomous haircut tea but like when we say shaving do we mean like lightning bolts in the side of your head or do we mean like shaving your chin well no 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 lightning bolts yeah and shaving my head with buzzes yeah with a a buzzer right once i realized that a buzzer was on the table that's all i wanted obviously Mm -hmm. of course for the sensation or for the look both yep 
Obviously. Yeah. She's like, I love basketball. I want a cool shape. Right. Be like a cool athlete guy. Right. Like, and also like the sensation, of course. The buzzer is a huge thing amongst the male community from ages like 13 to 16. Yeah. You start to just like learn about blades and people are like, oh, you use like a one and a half. Yes, and exactly. That, and that matters. And you start to become like literate in that, right. in that world. That matters to you. Well, he uses a one and a half. Oh, I use a two, but yeah. it might go down to a one and a half. Exactly. Did you ever, this is a big thing in college, so did you ever have neck parties? No, Billy. Where you would clean each other's necks. That's amazing, though. Yeah. That's you, really cool. Where you, you and a group sense. of friends, group of male friends for us, it would be Friday night, Thursday night, neck parties. 8 o'clock at night. We all know what we're going to wear. We all had a couple drinks, and so we're ready to like look good and go out. So funny. And then someone would say, let's just clean up our necks. Perf- makes perfect <laughs> sense. Line them up in the bathroom. You just hit everyone's necks once. Now everyone looks good. Front to back. That's sick. It's a great way to drink cheap beer in the bathroom. I mean, look, Shave man. a neck, drink a beer, go out with your buds. No one's With a mad. clean neck. No one's mad. A, a neck clean party neck. sounds clean salacious. Clean neck goes a long way. No kidding. Clean that, neck. A, just getting a clean neck can look, can appear like a haircut. Right. It that is. Fe- oh, but I it mean, is. Like, it's yeah. a haircut for the back. <laughs> Sometimes we got to do our bangs. Sometimes we have to do our nape. <laughs> You mess with nape. Exactly. Will you ever say the word nape? Do nape. you know that word? I didn't learn it until we started doing yoga in college, and it was like, and now, like, bring your nape to your this. And like, what nape. is a nape? It's this. It's and the this shore. Is, is for it the, the shore? Is it the like? Is it where the the waves meet the sea? Where the waves meet the sand? Yes, your neck? exactly. Where the hair meets the skin? Exactly. To me, it's like the top of the spinal cord. To me, it's a sign. Is it related to the hair or is it related to the the body? I, I think it's related to the body. Oh. I think it's related to I the – I thought it was where the hair ends. I think I think it – I think on some human bodies it's where the hair ends. But because, in my mind, yeah. it's it's just like the top of the spinal cord. Huh. Not, not, not positive. I'm excited to use the word nape as a jump off point for our act two song. Yes. Nape. 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 Nape dog. <laughs> nape dog's pretty good. Okay. Nape. Nape. Neck party. Nape. <laughs> nape. Napier. Nape. 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 Huh. Huh. Oh, drawing a blank on that. <laughs> Nape. Okay. Nate. Nate. Yeah. Nate. Is there another Nate outside of Nate Dog? Nape Dog. Thinking. Pape. Thinking. Hmm. <laughs> Pape. A bathing Ape. Bathing Ape. Nape. What's your favorite Nape Dog song? Well, to be honest, uh, to be honest with you, the, I mean, the first one that comes to mind is, of course, Regulators. Obviously, oh, okay, of course, sure. Can you name another song off of the Above the Rim soundtrack? I can't. Hmm. Was Regulators on the Above the Rim soundtrack? Come on, come on. Yes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but there's other great song. Nate Dogg songs, right? Another song off the Above the Rim soundtrack. Oh, of course, there's tons. He's the Hook Master. Yeah, he's the Hook Master. He's got hoes in different in area, area codes. codes. Right, Nate Dogg. Area codes. Yes. Hmm. Above the rim, above, above the, the rim. rim, right? Rim, you rim, rim, Pacific rim. Yeah, um, Pacific you, division. Pacific. Want to play a Pacific song? Always. Okay. Literally always. Is there a song that comes to mind? When we had Mike on the podcast earlier, we played we played a couple of the songs off his solo album. I yes, think, but correct. maybe not Pactive. Yeah. Pacific Division. We could play a song. What's a popular song they do? There's Cross Trainers. I think that maybe Kendrick Lamar is on the really? freaking song. Jeez. You want to play one of those? Oh, or? yeah. Mm. <laughs> Nape. <laughs> Nothing? Nape. Nape. Can you think of another Nate? Another Nate singer songwriter. Nathan. I'm thinking of like now. I'm thinking of like Nathan. Oh, that's fine. Doesn't feel like there's a any... Nathan Lane song. A perhaps? Nathan Lane. Well, right. I mean Nate. Nathan uh, Lane. Sure. 
Sure. I mean, like, all the Nathan Lane tunes are from, I mean, you name it, from the 1995 Broadway production of Guys and Dolls, from the producers. Uh-huh. You tell me. I mean, any of his, of his Broadway canon. I don't know the canon. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know said canon. Yes. Nape. Nape, though. Nape. <laughs> Napalm. Napalm. Palm. Napalm. Napalm. <laughs> Nothing? Nothing springing to my, to my mind. Hmm. Napalm. Palm. Nape. Nape. Is this good listening? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's comforting. I think so, yeah. Why is this so hard? Nape. I think maybe we – I mean we've stumbled on Nape Dog. Mm-hmm. We have Pacific Division in our back pocket. Uh-huh. Nape and Lane is Nape one of and our Lane's great, out there. Is one of our greats. What's like a big song from Guys and Dolls? Um, well, there's the uh, – um, well, guys, I mean, don't, uh, Sit Down, You're Rocking the Boat is the one that you're familiar with, of course. Oh, I do know that there one. There is the song Guys and Dolls. There is a character in Guys and Dolls called Nathan, a.k.a. Napin okay. Detroit. Okay. Tell me about Napin Detroit. What does he sing? He's one of the gamblers, but he – I think that there's the song that's the oldest established oldest established permanent floating crap game in New York, which sort of shouts out Nathan Detroit many times. The oldest established permanent floating crap game in New York. I wonder what the that's actual That's the name title, of the song? I don't think that's the title of the song. It's maybe called The Oldest Established. Or okay. something like that. I don't know, but but have uh, you heard the new Hakuna Matata? Is there a new Hakuna Matata? Yeah. Oh no. I mean, there is. You and have the, a sour face. I mean, like I don't know, but the whole did we, we talked about this, right? Did we do an episode about the Lion King before it came out? Oh yeah. Uh oh. I don't know. Should I mean, we like, hear the new Hakuna Matata or no? Sure. Yeah. I mean, but I don't know. You made a sour face. I mean, to it's me, it's not Napin Lane. It's not Napin Lane. Hmm. I'm mar- I'm a little bit married to the. To the original, I'm mm. just a little bit wed to of that. Of course, no doubt. I'm a little bit wed to that. That's I think all. I'd like to hear the new Hakuna Matata. I'm so glad we got there. Okay, Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase, Hakuna Matata. It ain't no passing craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata? Yeah, it's our motto. What's a motto? Nothing. What's a motto with you? Nice. Boom. Those two words will solve all your problems. Yeah. Take Pumbaa here. Why? When he was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog. How you feeling? It's an emotional story. He found his aroma lacked a certain appeal. He could clear the savanna after every meal. I'm a sensitive soul, although I seem thick-skinned. And it hurt that my friends never stood down I was always here for you, and I resented it. Oh, the shame. Yes, he was ashamed. I thought of changing my name. I mean, to what, Brad? And I got downhearted. Are you gonna stop me? No, I'm not. You disgust me. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. Ain't no passing craze. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's a problem free philosophy. Hakuna Matata.
Rosada. One more time. Oh, no, I think we I did I think it. we got this one. Yeah. Well, we're just getting in the groove. Now let's leave them wanting more. Yeah, you've grown 400 pounds since we started. Meanwhile, I look exactly the it same. Means no worries. Tell them to stop. Oh, look, you insisted we sing it. Hey. I insisted you started singing it. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. We're talking haircuts. So naturally, that was Hakuna Matata from the recent remake of The Lion King. That's right. <laughs> A little tip behind the curtains. Yeah. If you guys or gals yeah. type in the word Haluna into Spotify... Hakuna Matata will still come up. You just found that out? That's right. Sick, Bill. Love a good did you mean? Did, I love a good did you mean function. Google says, did you mean this? Yes. And sometimes you did mean that, but almost always. like, I know what I mean, Google. Almost always I, for Bill. What? That uh, it knows what you meant. I'm almost Googling now with the uh, assumption that there are typos and that the did you mean is what I'll want. Isn't that sick? Isn't that like, that's, it, it's so true. It's like, I do Google with abandon, spelling be damned, especially on a smartphone. Right. Where it's like, my thumbs are big and clumsy, this it, dumb thing. There's periods between, like, stuck in between my words, I'm hitting period instead of space bar. It's just like Google knows your club. It's 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 a little scary how That's much right. Google knows. That's right. How much clumsiness Google accounts for. You know, we've said, we, we bring it up a bunch. What did you learn on this podcast? Yes. And so far, we've had two answers in three years. Hey. <laughs> um, one thing I learned though is <laughs> the um, the thing where it's like, are you a robot? Yeah, that it doesn't actually uh, track like whether you put the piece, the puzzle piece in or something. It's the speed and direction by which you move your mouse just to get to the box. That's cool. That was really one of the things I actually learned. That's really cool. Yeah. Did Bennett teach us that, or mm, or David Delima? I think it might have been a list. Uh, oh, really? Oh, 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 cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That is fascinating. Captcha. The captcha. Right. Right. Function. That it's not actually technology. seeing if you're clicking the box, yes. or, but rather the path. Are you a human that moves the mouse? Yeah. That's brilliant. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Haluna Matata. Haluna Matata. <laughs> Act three of the No Joke Podcast. Yes. Uh, once more, we have a reminder that No Joke Pod at Twitter, nojokepod yes. at gmail.com if you yes. have suggestions for episodes. Please. Yes. Um, third act of the No Joke Podcast, Adam. Future of haircuts. The future of freaking haircuts. I have one haircut. I just have a haircut now. Now that I've lost my hair, my haircut options have yeah, been what's reduced going, to one. What's going on with your hair? Tell us where, where you're at and what you're thinking about your hair. <laughs> I remember when you shaved your head. When I shaved I think my I was, head. I think oh, oh, yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe Maggie. I don't know if you guys were dating at the time. Yeah. But I remember when you shaved your head. Yeah. You had a lot of hair. I had weird, I had weird I long call college weird. hair. I wouldn't call it weird. Well, I thought it was very, a cool choice. You're very kind. But you shaved it bald, and then I ra- then you texted me or called me, say, meet me at West 4th, and we met at the basketball court, and you were watching the games there, and now you had no hair. And I was Hell like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, You still have that haircut. Love it. Feels but, the best. Yeah. What's your ideal head? Do you a little hair on the side? A little, a little, a little bit, mm-hmm. like a What's little, your, blade? again, like Tucci. What, what kind of blade? I'm thinking, I mean, like, uh, what kind of blade? I mean, like Maggie cuts my hair at home now with like one of these just like shitty, like Conair, like yeah. whatever yeah. clippers. Conair? I think that's the brand. I do too. To be honest. I do too. Why? Why? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Huh. Why though? Yeah. 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 Conair. Okay. Like the movie. Yep. <laughs> Uh, I would, I would take, I very ironically, or maybe not ironically, maybe deeply on purpose, uh, my ideal haircut is Louis. Louis. Is Louis, this Louis Stanley Tucci. Oh. Spalled. Yeah. Well, not quite Louis. Louis was like, like I said, Louis was like pure, pure. Yeah, you're Matt. You're Matt. Matt. He has sheen. Yes. Right. So I'm looking for a Tucci, just okay. like just like Ed Harris. I would say Ed Harris mm-hmm. is is about the best I can hope for. Have you ever studied why hair or learned why hair like that's a male pattern baldness thing? I, why I why it grows on the sides and not so much on the top? I really wonder about that. I have no. I literally have no idea why. Because you don't really see uh, a, a top head full of hair and you're balding on the sides. Can you imagine? 
Can I, you imagine I the reverse now. male pattern I, baldness? I am now. And does that exist? Am I just not seeing it? I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> I don't Hair think grows is, just fine, long on the top. But is, the sides just won't come out. The sides won't come out. Is it a heat thing? I wonder. It may, may, it's, I, it may be a heat thing thing it might be a heat thing to protect your what like your ears well no i just mean because so much heat rises out of the top of your head that that would be the place where like all of it would get cooked it would get cooked your hair gets cooked off from the inside i lost the follicles too much heat (laughs) no (laughs) too much heat right i just that's so funny right um i have no idea why that is the pattern but that is there is it's just so funny that that is the one it's like there is male pattern and there's one pattern that's right there's one one. pattern you can follow (laughs) It's like paint by numbers, but there's one number. Right. Yeah. So you don't miss the barber. You now have uh, Maggie. You're probably saving – you're saving money. Saving money. Maggie is not crazy about it. I think she wishes – I've been to a barber. She's not crazy about it. I thought she liked cutting her hair. She does. Not anymore, though. Now it's like tedious. Got it. Um, but uh, I've been to a barber shop a couple of times. Are you in the just market? Just for fun. Are you in the market? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a place that you'd like to go to and have a little small talk with your barber? I mean, to find my Susie, basically. Yeah. To find – Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Correct. I mean, yeah, it would. I would be going with my hair. Yes, I would be going for the social element. They should, yeah, right, exactly. Like I wouldn't. They I'm should, not going for a haircut. Respectfully, they should charge you like a baby. Yes, and, and respectfully, I I respect that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I respect you, that idea. Yeah, they should. I, I, it's not a haircut, so and it's going to take no more than four minutes. So you haven't been to a barber in a while, so I'll just remind you of some of the experience. Please. You can go one of two ways. Please, you can either have a chatty barber or a quiet barber. It's like an Uber driver, and it's kind of what you can kind of guide the experience. You think so? You can. I, I mean, think like, so. Yeah. If you give a cold enough shoulder, they're like they're going to be talking to nobody, and they'll know. No, no. <laughs> because that feels bad for them. Yes. You have to put them in their place, <laughs> even though they're making you presentable for months. You have to for teach months. them you have to teach them a lesson right here, right now. That's so funny, Billy. Um, would you want a chatty barber? Yeah. Okay. Again, I would be going to chat. So okay. It's good. like a bar it would be like I'd be going to like sit at a bar alone in, in the middle of a day. So now we've established that you're going to chat I this want is for a social experience. Yes. The question now becomes that ever most people who go to barbers have to yes. ask themselves, do I want a regular barber or do I want to play the field? Do I want to flirt a little? Uh, to me, I think I would want to play the field. Okay. To me, I think that ex- again, the experience would be uh, would be like roulette. Who do I have a thirty minute chat with right. this time? So now you're now that we know that that you're going to be flirty and you're going to be bouncing around. Yes, I'm going to be very flirty. There's a couple of different barbers types of barber you can go to. Yes, there's the kind of like hip. Uh, Silver Lake Place. Yeah. And by hip, I don't mean that it's negative hip, yes. but the people are hip. Cool. You know, like there will be people with really cool orange hair and really yes. interesting haircuts there. Yes. So you have that type of place. Yes. Then you have maybe a more traditional barbershop where everyone's call it 60, 70 years old yep. or the old barbershop, I should say. Yep. Maybe there's like a little bar there. You can have a drink before your haircut. That's, that exists. That's a thing. And then there are the supercuts, a la your pops. Right. Where I don't know who cuts hair there. Yes. But. That is another option. Yes. What? Do you, how would you rank those, and what do you see yourself going back yes. to? Yes. Well, good question. Thank you. I'll feel. I'll feel this one. Okay. Um, not the hip one. Thanks. You. You have I no don't interest think in I going want to that. a Rudy's, Again, a Floyd's, because I, because like my hair, I don't need any any cool twist on it. But you don't want to have. What kind of conversation are you looking to have? Maybe you can learn about new music. Maybe you can meet a peer. Maybe someone you have mutual true. friends. Like those are kind of where your friends are going. That's true. I, I, maybe Still not is, interested. Maybe this for is Adam. revealing too much about myself, but no, no. I would be going not to say. I, like, 
how to, how to put this because going to a barbershop for me with the with the scant amount of hair that I have is True. already True. a bit of a farcical yes. experience. Right. I would be a little embarrassed or a little self-conscious, frankly, to go to, like, a really cool spot with, like, cool peers and be like, oh, yeah, and me, too. Like, uh, (laughs) So what are we doing here? (laughs) Like, right? uh, what vibe are we going for? (laughs) I'm bald. (laughs) (laughs) Cut the four hairs I have down a little bit to where they're shorter a little bit. But what do you get? A single blade? There's no fade. It's like a single blade. Like, Do you know what blade it is? Uh, I don't. Okay. I don't. I okay. don't. So we're crossing Rudy's and Floyd's off the I board. think that's gone. And also, I mean, not to be sort of stingy, but like when I hear hip, I hear expensive. Yeah. So just like. Yeah, I'm we're not, looking at like a basic buzz cut's like 26 bucks. Yeah. Like, and that's, yeah, but, and that's not unreasonable. pre like Pre-tip. Pre-tip. So like that's a, and what do you tip? Not to get personal. Um, but like, what do you tip a barber? And I ask out of sheer ignorance. I usually give about $5 great. on top of 26. Okay, great. So that's a $30 experience. Right. But shop. sometimes they give you a bad haircut. And the tip reflects that? Yes, it has to. <laughs> Are you crazy? That's what I'm going to be like, great, thanks. Here's more. Nope. Sometimes what? it's like, you know and I know what, what I look like right now. What is guy. <laughs> and you're getting a two spot. What is a you're bad... getting a cup of coffee versus a sandwich. That's for a hilarious. Right. What does a bad haircut mean to you? Like, what is a bad haircut versus a good haircut? Again, I think I a bad me. haircut is, for me, in my experience, a guy who has hair that does one thing and it goes to the right um, is, like, too short – just too short. Too short. Where they can't decide, like, this seems right and this seems right. <laughs> and so the bad instinct is for them to just keep cutting until they're like, it'll figure itself out. <laughs> until it's like, there's no hair left up there. Yeah. Right. So that for me, too, like, too, just too much. I also <laughs> have very thick hair. You do have. Like, there's hair inside of my it, hair. Uh, he's and it, right, folks. <laughs> there's yeah. so, there's yeah. so much hair up it's there. It's dense. And so when I tell them, like, you really need to chunk it. <laughs> Like, you need to, like, take it out. Like, there's more chunk in there. Chunk it out. Sometimes they don't believe me. <laughs> and they'll send me on my way with a big chunk of hair. And then I'll have, like, sort of like a rooster's crow yeah. on the top of my head where just, like, it's all bunches up and puffs out. Yep. You have to know thyself. Yes. It's really hard to explain it, though. Yes. When they're like, what are we doing here? It's what like, do you, how can much... you give me? Can you give me the, can we just role play for just a second? Yeah, yeah. And if I were to yeah. say, hi, Rudy's, hey, man, what's going on? So, like, what are we doing for you today? Right. The style what? stays the same on the top, though we need to chunk it out a lot. It's really <laughs> thick up there. Then we'll do a scissor fade from the top to the bottom where it scissors to by the ear. Oh, and then from the, the top of the ear to the bottom, it's a two to a one and a half. You say all that? Yeah. Billy? Yeah. How did I not know this about you? <laughs> you you got say it. all that? Because I realize if you don't say all that, then they're going to be like, let's just keep cutting his hair until there's no hair there. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we do now. I can hear I want I almost just want that to be my <laughs> Wow Billy, I had no idea that it was such um you were so precise and that it required that much specificity because and direction. I, well because I also flirt. I yeah. go, I go to different places and I get different haircuts. Yeah. I don't have my barber. Yes. I don't have my one friend. I yes. had my one friend once, but then he had to sell his place. Bummer. Yeah. That was here in, in LA? It was in our neighborhood. Uh, he was a break dancer cool. who opened up his own uh, barber shop. Cool. And it was like this great place, this really sweet guy. He didn't talk too much, but when we yeah. did talk, it was about like old rap. Great. Everything so like, was you're fine. In heaven. Yep. And then he had to move on. He bummer, got bought out. Bummer, bummer, yeah. bummer. Yeah. And then now, and since you've been playing the field at the various Rudy's and Floyd's. Now I'm flirting again. Flirting. Yeah. Wow, that is so funny, Billy. Yeah. Um, but to circle back to what you asked me, so I'm crossing out the hip, and now you're saying I either have supercuts or like mom and pop. Or there's another one out there, yeah. I, the one I went to was in Pasadena, and it was very much mom and pop, and it was just like a random Tuesday afternoon, and it was like no one was there. You saw and it and you stopped type thing, or I do you saw go it out? And I stopped. Okay. 
I like Maggie was like I don't I don't feel like it. I was like I need a haircut. She's like I don't I don't feel like it. I was like okay great. So I would just like took the opportunity to like look for there were plenty of barber shops around my neighborhood. Yeah. Um. The corner of Pasadena that I'm in is like heavily African American, so it's a lot of like black barber shops in our neighborhood. Yeah. Found one. Went there. Summer League was on the TV. Great. I was all alone. The guy was amazing and friendly and great. And I was you found like, your this barber. This is awesome. You found your barber. This is awesome. It was great. Right. And again, like cutting my hair. I wonder what the, uh, they think when I walk in there. I'm like, I need a haircut. They're, I mean, they're saying I'm about to cash out. This yeah, is like, nothing. This, this is this is nothing. nothing. This is intro to hair. <laughs> it's barely even hair. Right. I mean, like, right. yeah, it's it's not much. I bet it's, that they fake it a little. Like, like it's the haircut's oh. done, and they keep like riding like a bigger blade on top, even though nothing yep. shaved. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. They got to justify the experience. Of course. Right. It's basically a neck party. Right. That's my, that's my experience with any haircut. It's essentially a neck party. It's like that's what I'm asking. Can you can you just clean my neck up? That's all. That's where most of my hair is <laughs> by the nape. Exactly. Well, we stretched out another one. We stretched. I feel out like we were just getting going here. That that uh, we took the mundane. Love it. We took the mundane and we made it our own. Oh, Billy. Yeah. Do we? Do you remember the catchphrase? Do you remember the the tagline? Uh, it's not topical. There you go. Thank the you. No Joy Podcast. It's not topical. It's not topical. <laughs> Thank you for remembering that. Woo! And thank you for listening to this episode number 187 of the No Joke Pod. Yes. Once again, Twitter, No Joke Pod, Gmail, and No Joke Pod at gmail.com. Yep. For the No Joke Pod, I am Billy Scott. I'm Adam Lustig. That was the Haircuts episode, and we will talk to you next week. Thanks so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>